Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I guess afternoon, at least on the East Coast. Uh, right. Welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Monday, July 3rd. Ali Corum and Justin Nielsen here with a breakdown of the action in today's shortened trading session before the July 4th holiday. And uh, the major indexes managed to eke out some mild gains today. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, not not too much happening, uh, a little bit of back and forth action. But overall, what was positive is that we had the advancers uh, certainly trumping the decliners. And uh, since I'm just back from vacation uh, for a couple of weeks, uh, we're going to use a travel theme today, including uh, Airbnb, Expedia and Visa, because you got to pay for that stuff somehow. Exactly. So uh, very thematic, given that you're just coming back from a, a trip of your own and uh, we're starting to see leadership brought into these non-tech areas. So definitely worth taking a look at. First, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today up two tenths of a percent. The S&P 500 up one tenth of a percent today. The Dow slightly in the green. And we also had the Russell 2000 up about four tenths of a percent or so heading into this early close. So we had a strong day on Friday that warranted boosting exposure to 80 to 100 percent. Justin, talk to us about where we're at. Well, I mean, the biggest thing is that, I mean, we've had such a strong rally really since um, since May. We, we kind of had that pause after a strong January, a little bit of a pause between February, March and April. Uh, and then May, I mean, we were just ramping right back up again. And what I really liked was how much more broad based this was. January was broad, too. But we really saw kind of a divergence. Uh, we kept on focusing on the equal weighted versus the market cap weighted indexes because there was such a divergence, uh, especially after the banking crisis happened in right. March. So it really seemed like mm -hmm. things started getting back to normal in May. And, you know, we were a little concerned that things were getting extended a couple of weeks ago and uh, we had a pullback. But the fact that we held above the 21 day moving average line on the NASDAQ composite, I think was a positive. Um, right. And we came right back pretty strongly. So the biggest question right now is, are we going to be getting extended again? Um, you see that the 50 day moving average line has had a chance to catch up a little bit, but we are seeing a little bit more um, of that, you know, especially after Friday, a little bit more of that extension above the line. Uh, so I would say today's action was kind of ideal. We had a strong Friday gap up and we held the gains for the most part today. And that's exactly what you want to see. Plus, it lets that line kind of catch up a little bit. Exactly. So in terms of boosting exposure with the Nasdaq stretched with leading tech stocks, a lot of them either stretched or maybe even a little bit extended from some uh, shorter term aggressive moving averages as of late, it seems like looking outside of the tech sector is worthwhile for uh, looking for stock ideas. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things we talked about on IBD Live this morning, uh, as we were going through the industry group spreadsheets, there's a lot of areas. Uh, just looking at the Growth 250, you've got industrial, uh, electronic, uh, you know, equipment. Uh, you've got the building, you know, including the residential, commercial. There's a lot of areas outside of tech that are really filling up the spots in our Growth 250 index. Um, so there, there's a lot of spaces that you can be looking at. We're going to look at travel today. Um, but you can certainly broaden out. And remember that when we move from, you know, 60 to 80 to 100, it's not that you have to do all of that in yep. a single day. The idea is that these should be gradual movements that you're making in your portfolio. Um, and sometimes that's a matter of not necessarily 
buying new stocks, but maybe adding to some of the positions that you currently have. Well said. Let's now take a look at the S&P 500, which pulled back and bounced and last week cleared its high from 616 and the S&P held its strong gain in today's trade too. Yeah, another one where you just, you know, you came down to that 21 day moving average line, didn't even breach it. So it's really holding up well. Um, and just as you said, Allie, I, you, you have that strong Friday and you really didn't give up any ground. Really tight action today. Um, again, it's a shortened day. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are probably taking advantage of, oh, why come in on Monday when I can just take a little bit of an extended holiday? Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's nice action to see. And as you mentioned, it's clearing that previous high. So it looks like things are firing on all cylinders. And we want to take a look at the Dow. So here's zero DJIA bouncing off of its 50-day line last week, also holding its gain here, Justin. Not the leading index, but right. great to see it bouncing back after touching that 50-day line, which it, we really would not have wanted to see it break below that level mm -hmm. in a significant way. And, and at this point, I don't need the Dow to be leading. You know, it's I'm, I'm fine with the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 doing the heavy lifting. Um, but I like that the Dow is participating. You know, it's not being completely yeah. left in the dust. It's not, you know, uh, this, this big divergence. The biggest divergence that you see is with the relative strength line. Um, and I'm OK with that. I'm OK with the S&P and the NASDAQ, you know, taking the leading um, you know, the leading positions here, uh, the fact that it's just not getting destroyed and holding, as you mentioned, at the 50 day moving average line, mm -hmm. I think is a positive. And the Russell 2000, which is tracked by the IWM ETF, it too is bouncing back in a strong way after nearly retracing its strong gains from early in June. So it is now on the verge of a breakout. Yeah. And not only was it, you know, it's funny how a lot of times these areas of support will kind of coincide. So you've got that really great line that you drew uh, right around 180 where we, we, we found support. And that just so happened to be right there at the 200 day moving average line. So you've right. got two areas of really nice, you know, support levels. Um, and this is, this is forming a pattern. Like we normally aren't looking at the indexes and looking for patterns because a lot of times that follow through day will get mm -hmm. us in so much earlier than looking for a cup with handle, for instance. But when we see a pattern, it's not, it's not something we ignore. That's something that we do look at as a positive. So mm -hmm. I think that's something definitely to be uh, keeping in mind there. Yes. Especially as participation broadens. I mean, that could include small cap stocks. We know that there are periods where those stocks can really kick things up a notch. So now let's take a look at TBT. This, uh, tr it moves in line with the, the 10 year yield. Your thoughts on what we're seeing here? Yeah, so this is this is actually kind of short the twenty year bonds, um, and you know it, we, we we pay a lot of attention to the ten year, uh, which is zero TNX if you're in the MarketSmith mm -hmm. platform. Um, this is uh, ultra short the TBT, so you will see a little bit of a disconnect sometimes, you know, because when you do when you deal when you're dealing with leveraged uh, ETFs, you can have right. them acting differently at their moving averages. And remember, this is a 20 year versus 10 year, but right. the overall sense is very similar. And what you can find sometimes is, uh, with, with the markets as strong as they are, sometimes it's nice to have these on as almost like a little bit of a hedge because if the market does pull back, sometimes you, 
it's going to be because of in increases in the interest rates. Um, so that that's that's one of the reasons why we have this on Swing Trader right now as a little bit of a a, a little bit of a hedge there. Mm-hmm. And and that did have a, a pretty strong day today, as did Zero TNX. So if we see it clear this trend line area and come up to the 200-day line, do you think that that would warrant boosting exposure in a trade like this, Justin? You could. And um, I mean, that was one of the reasons why we put it on Swing Trader. You you see that we kind of crossed that line last week and then we, we came down. Now, look, Friday was such a strong day. So the idea is, okay, you might be down on this, but you're up on your other things, right? Yeah. On the flip side, on a day where you might be down on your other things, you might be up on this. That's the way a hedge works. Um, now, the downside of that is that you're going to get possibly lower performance than if you had been all in uh, on the direction that you know the, the market is going. But if, if, you're, if you're wrong, this is a way to kind of make sure you're not very wrong. It right. just kind of yeah. eases, eases the pressure off a little bit. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Now let's uh, take a look at RSP and QQEW. So here is RSP, an outside day today, reversing higher up about a quarter of a percent. And it's on the verge of clearing its high from mid-month last month. And then QQEW, Justin, up today by about four-tenths of a percent, continuing its bounce off of the 21-day. Yeah, and and that might that RSP that looked a little funny to me. That might have been a um, some sort of rebalancing a, a bad price there because I, I didn't. Bar. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that uh, kind of happen okay. uh, real time. Um, you know, it looked a little bit tighter to me. Uh, the main point I wanted to make is that the advancers versus decliners. You know, mm. uh, well in favor of the advancers. Um, not not huge uh, in a huge way, but certainly favoring the advancers. Um, and so both RSP and QQEW outperformed their their indexes, uh, their market cap weighted uh, colleagues. And so that's that's what I w- wanted to point out here is that again the broad based nature. Um, one of the things and. Maybe, maybe we can try it and see if it works better than it did on IBD Live. But the GMIAB uh, that we were looking at uh, earlier, uh, you know, this this 10-day moving average line on that. Now it's still not still not working properly, but it's it's definitely you can see that it's 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 crossed this trend uh, of the 10-day moving average line. And on the GMIAB, the Nasdaq, you could even just you know draw the line. Uh, and see that it did cross that on Friday and is going to probably continue higher today. Mm -hmm. Good stuff there, Justin. All right. A couple of sector and thematic ETFs to uh, get through before we take a look at those individual stocks. So here's a look at XLI last week had a really nice week up almost 4% and is holding that gain here. So it seems like this is one of those non-tech areas to be looking yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this this has been strong for a while. It really hasn't given up. Um, and uh, as we were talking about on IVD Live this morning, there's a lot of areas in the growth 250 uh, that are represented by general industrial, electronic equipment, and so on that uh, this, this, this falls under. So XLI is the industrials. This is an area to just keep your, keep your eye on. Another one, XHB, this is the home builders continuing to move out. Yeah, I think that chart just speaks for itself. These have been so strong. Um, you know, no matter what you thought of the home builders, uh, as interest rates were, you know, skyrocketing, uh, the the home builders have said, "Look, we're we're going up," and that's that's continued, and that 
also is another area where it's heavily represented in the Growth 250. Yeah. And speaking of the travel theme, let's take a look at two travel related ETFs. Here's Jets, which, tra which tracks the airlines. And those have started to move out in a big way, Justin. Yeah, a lot of false starts initially. I mean, if you look at the weekly, yeah. there were so many times where we were like, okay, here come the travel stocks. And they just, uh, you know, look like they would break out and then fall right back. Uh, this one, look, we've now put a lot of room, uh, a, a lot of a lot of price action above the uh, the 40 week moving average line. So this one looks a little bit more likely to stick and we're seeing uh, you know not only the the smaller regional the Ryanairs and the Copas and uh, Alaska Air and and things like that but we're also seeing the big guys like Delta Airlines and um, you know and 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 the like of that that are also performing very well now. Mm -hmm. And maybe for traders who missed uh, the airline stocks, there's other travel related names uh, that they can look at and we'll get to a couple of them, but OOTO out of the office. Love this yeah. ticker. <laughs> uh, it's come up off of the 200, not the 200 day. What am I trying to say? The 21 day it breached it just for a couple of days and then bounced strongly. Had a good day today. Yeah. And maybe and, and Airbnb in there and it's a, and it's a leveraged ETF, of course. Yeah, it is a leveraged ETF, but um, you know, there, there were a lot of stocks as I was looking early on, you know, we were looking at stocks on IBD live and uh, like TSM and ASML. There were a few stocks that were, you know, looking a little bit stronger earlier, but then they seem to reverse and pull back uh, intraday. So a lot of times what I do is I'll look um I'll use market Smith and I'll sort by the daily range. You know, mm. where, where is it at in relation to its closing range right now? And the travel stocks really stuck out to me today as having a lot of names that were in the upper part of their range, as opposed to the lower, because look, you can have the advancers trumping the decliners, but just because it's up doesn't mean it is a great looking day, Close right? Well, if it was yeah. up, but it was well off its highs, that's not so great. But uh, the travel stocks was an area that just seemed like it was gaining ground the entire day. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, speaking of, let's take a look. Airbnb, this was uh, one of the notable, notable movers today, up 3.6% in some volume here, clearing resistance. Yeah. So now keep in mind, we have a shortened day. So um, yeah. that volume percent change may be looking a little bit weaker, you know, uh, you know, later on. But if you compared it to, you know, where we ended, uh, you know, it, it was it was really strong volume. And we cleared this 130 area. You know, I mean, you, you see that there was the high at 130.85. There was one around 128. Um, we cleared that. And, you know, this this is something that's looking strong. Uh, certainly, I have a little bit of a soft spot for it because we stayed at a really nice Airbnb on the Vila Fjord in Denmark. And, uh, you know, it just so happened happens that this stock is also looking very interesting. This has been on our radar for a while yeah. and um, you, you see the relative strength. It's not at necessarily recent highs, but it seems like it's going in the right direction here. So uh, clearing that area of resistance, this is something that does look actionable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we even have a handle identified on the weekly chart here and it is squarely in that buy zone. We also want to take a look at Expedia. This is ticker EXPE. A strong move today for uh, this one as well, uh, price-wise, up over 3%. It's still within a handle, but arguably an early entry if you connect some of the highs there. On the verge of breaking out, today it closed uh, some 6% above the 21-day, and with it 1% up, 
above the pivot. Seems like that 21 day would be right around that 8% loss cutting rule. Yeah. So right now it says 1% to the pivot because mm -hmm. it's using that 114.37. But Allie, I like, right. I like what you did with your line because I think today did offer an early entry. Um, you could either look at that line kind of downsloping, or even if you kind of just did a line straight across, uh, you know, it, it kind of hit two areas, um, you know, you know, right around there. So it's, it's, it's got a lot of different ways that you could kind of look at this as an entry point. Um, and, Look, you've got more time that's been spent above the 200-day moving average line. You had between March and May, you know, where it was spending time back below the 200-day line, and that was a 30% correction for the cup. But now we've got the handle at just a 10% correction. So I like when things get tighter as as they go along. Uh, that's that's positive, especially the tightness on the right-hand side of the chart. So uh, this is this is another one that's looking pretty strong. Um, Earnings growth, you know, it, it did have an NA this last quarter. Uh, that's not something that is unusual right now. But overall, the numbers look strong in terms of the estimates, um, the, the the revenue. You know, it it, ha it did decelerate a little bit, but it looks like it could be ramping up. So uh, that's something to to keep an eye on. And uh, we're we're not just seeing Expedia. You're also seeing like Booking, BKNG, um, and again this whole travel theme that's that's looking looking pretty good. So it's not alone. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, let's take a look at Visa because uh, when you're traveling, you have to pay for all of those uh, fun experiences. And when you're booking your travel, of course, and Visa with a strong move last Thursday, it was our stock of the day and now in a breakout zone. Yeah. So, um, you know, and again, the reason why this came on my radar was because where did it close in the range? And this was one that was trading uh, both Visa and MasterCard were on that screen of mine where I looked for things that were in the upper part of their range. So uh, they both look very similar. Um, this is kind of cleared an area. I do, again, like the early entry that you pointed out. Uh, it was so strong on Thursday with some volume behind it. It wasn't necessarily hugely above average, but it was certainly above the most recent action. And a lot of times that's good enough for me. Great. Well, thank you so much, Justin, for breaking all of that down. Welcome back once again. Valley. Good to have you back. And that is it for today. We will see you back in the morning on Wednesday because it's the July 4th holiday tomorrow. But Wednesday morning, IBD Live. We'll see you there, investors.com slash IBD Live. For the details, David Ryan is going to be joining us on our Wednesday show since tomorrow is a holiday. So we have that to look forward to. Thanks so much once again for watching, and we'll see you Wednesday. Happy 4th.